0: Yud Ches Hamud top line, first word, continuing a series of cases that Rava is presenting us with. They were four on the previous Amud, uh, all statements. We'll have another two here, and then we'll have a few questions that Rava asks. So uh, we'll start with number five. I underline these four words. Kasfal Shnei Dapin. Let's say the Megillus site that was written out in two columns, the similar way you have a sefer Torah it has different columns. Let's say the text was written down in two columns. That would be psula invalid for the uh, Megillus sota. Why? Here's one word in quotation marks: sefer, uh, which is what the pasuk by sota calls it. it. Has to be a sefer, which is echad, a singular amarachmona, sort of like we'd say one uh, column of words below shneim not two or three. Uh, number six, and I underline these words, let's say, uh, what usually happens is the whole psukim, all the psukim written out, and then it dries, and then it's scraped off into the water. Imagine, though, kasav ois achas ois achas. You're going to write out the whole thing, but you literally, letter by letter, you write out one letter, and then scrape it off into the water then write the next letter, the next letter, whichever the next letter would be, that would be psula invalid. Why? The Pasuk says, by the Megillus Saita, I double underline the word it says when it comes to the whole social procedure that the Kohain should do uh, to her the whole Taira which we understand to mean uh you better have to write the whole parsha and uh only then scrape it off into the water. Boy Rava, I squiggle and underline the boy and circled Rava. But Rava though has a few questions. Um, I call them seven A, seven B, and seven C. They all um build one on the other. So here's seven A. Imagine Kashte Megillas, two separate Megillas, Lishte Sos for two different Sota women however, they were scraped off and erased into one receptacle of water. mahu what do we say? Is that going to be uh, good or not good a b a Well, the main thing is is that each Megillah sota had to have been written specifically for the woman that it was going to be used for and well, we have that over here. Odilma, or maybe I squiggle underline the Odilma, Odilma B, Bo'ina Nami Mechika lishma. Oh no, it has to be that it is er- erased off and uh, into the cup, Shame just that woman alone, and you're not going to have that because you had both of them being erased off, both of them being erased off into the same cup. Now, I double underline the and if you want to take one of those two sides and say we also require that the scraping off into the water and the water be one receptacle of water for one Megillah Sota, then how about this? This would be question 7b. Machkan kaisos. So you wrote two totally separate parts of and you Scraped off each one into its own separate cup of water, the chazar ve'irvan mahu, and then you poured them into like one big kli. The contents of the two, what do we say there? A odilma, b a mechika l'shma bo'inan v'haika. Well, you would need to have the writing Lishma, We have that. The scraping off l'shem just that woman into water. We have that, and everything would be all right. Odilma, or maybe. I squiggle under on the Odilma, Odilma B, Ha Lavdi Da Va Lavdi Da kashashya. Well, at the end of the day, when each one is drinking, uh, they're not exactly drinking something that was only for them because the waters were mixed together before they drank. That's the second stage of the question. The tim Team I double underline those three words. And if you want to say and take a opinion of the Odilma B, that Ha, Lav dida veha lav dida which is the B approach. In other words, well, each one's not drinking their own thing. Then how about question 7C? Instead of writing each parsha for each total woman separately and scraping it off into its own receptacle of water and mixing the water together, you know what you did even further here, you then split that water into two separate receptacles. Oh, do we say, Yesh Brera? Oh, ain't Brera? Is there, uh, usually we translate Braira as retroactive determination. In other words, do we look at it as though whichever cup of water lady number one ends up drinking was the one that should have been hers anyway, and so too with uh, lady number two? Oh, ain't Brera, or do we not say Braira here? And we end with a, Teku, the matter remains unresolved. Boi Rava, I squiggle underlined the boi and circled Rava. This would be another question of Rava, and I call this number eight. Hishka besiv mahu. Imagine if she drank the water using a straw. Or beshoi Feres mahu. Maybe using a tube. Uh, how do we look at that? Colon. Derach bekach. Oain derachtiabakach. Is that considered a normal way of drinking, which is what would be required for this whole salt uh water procedure? Oain This is not the normal way to drink. Teku, the matter remains unresolved. Bo'i Ravashi, this would be the ninth, and I believe the last in a uh, series of questions. Dishfechubahead. Right you have the cup of salt water. And as you're going, uh, he uh, trips a little bit, some of the water spills out, but some of the water is still there. And so, nish mehen, some of the water spilled out before she had a chance to drink it, Vinish tairu mehen, but there remains from the water mahu. What do we say there? Is it sort of like, just like Kabbalah Saddam by an animal, that if you do the Kabbalah, some of the blood spills out, the shukas can still be done, or maybe not, and we answer with a teku, period. I'm Rav I underlined his name. Uh, I put a Roman numeral 1 in the margin with the line ending Achas. And then three lines later, with the line ending Shvua, I put a Roman numeral 2. So, says Rav Marav: Arav, Shtei Lama. <laughs> mentions the term Shvua in Pasuk Yud Tes, and again in Pasuk Chaf Aleph. Why? Twice. Well, Achas Kaitr Shniluch One of them is administered to her before uh, the uh, words of the Megillah are scraped off and erased into the water. And one afterwards. The word turns around and says one second. You can't say that. Look at the order in the Pesukim. It's only once you read those two Pesukim were Pasuk 19 and 21. It's only once again to Pasuk 23, which is after both of them, Don't say ones for before the Mila, ones after the Megillah. The whole Megillah is not scraped off, or we don't hear that it's erased off until Pasuk Chav Gimel. Ella. So I squiggle underline the Ella and underline Rava's name. This would be the second approach. One is a a... Uh, swearing that is done a shvua along with an Allah which is like a strong curse associated with it and the other one is a shvuah that does not have an Allah asks the Gemara now hmm that sounds very interesting Hey chidami, I squiggle underlined four words shvua sheishima shima Allah how do you have such a what, what's the exact like wordage what's the exact text of a shvuah, an oath sheishma Allah that has along with it an Allah a type of uh, curse so it's going to take us a few attempts here. Amar of Amram, Amar Rav. I underlined his name. I put a number one in the margin. In the second wider line, I put a number two. And on the third wider line, I put a number three. So let's see who's going to take a crack at it. Amar Amar Rav. This is a quote of what we mean when we say, Allah. So it would be, um, uh, I hereby am administering an oath to you that you did not have that adulterous uh, relationship. And then he continues and says, I double underline the shin of She'im. That if you were, Tommy, meaning like you did have that, adul- that adulterous uh, affair, um, it should go into you. That's the end of the quote. That is the first attempt of how do you have a shvua sheishimah Allah. So we have a uh, shvua there, mashbiyani and has an Allah that yavo bich. Uh, the water should go into you, and that's grounds for basically shortly exploding. Uh, the Gemara rejects us and says, am That's not a shwa Allah. That's an Allah lechuda kaima. The Allah is on its own, and the shvua lechuda kaima. They're basically two separate phrases." You can't call that a shvur that has like in, integral to it an Allah, Allah. So I underline the Allah and underline Rava's name. Allah, Rav, He's going to take a crack at it. This is the uh, the, the way that it is said. Mashbiani ani alaych sheim yavol bich. I hereby ministering an oath regarding you, upon you, uh, that if you did have that affair, uh, the water will come into you. Okay. How about that? Well, Amaravashi, um, that sounds very much like the Allah, like the curse, Allahika, Shvuah Leka. But there's no Shvuah that was administered regarding the overall issue. Ella? So I squiggle under on the Ella, and Amaravashi, and Ravashi takes the third and last final crack at it. And uh, this, it seems like, is the uh, Gemara's conclusion. This is what has to be said. Quote, I hereby am uh, administering a shvua uh, regarding you and you're saying you were not uh, Tame and here's the important letter I double underline the vav that's all we're changing here and if not that if but and if and this is the connection the water should come and do what the water for a guilty woman does that's the end of the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Amayu aymeres, ame In the pastuk, it says that the woman's response is a double amen. What is she saying that double amen to? Well, number one, amen ha'la, Allah. Number two, amen Allah Shua. And amen on the curse and amen on the oath. Number three, amen mi'ish Number four, amen mi'ish and I mean that uh, this man that I'm being accused of, I wasn't uh, with him. And I mean that I wasn't with any other man. Hmm, that's interesting. Okay. Um Amein Satisi. Also, she's saying, I mean, that's to be understood that she was not a Saita. We'll have two possibilities, A and B. A is over here. Arusa Unesua. So this was a married woman who became a Saita. Uh, her amen means that she did not have a uh, relationship when she was Nasua, which is obviously married, but also an Arusa. The, and now the B of that is, or a, in a case where a woman who was uh, acquired with her current man by Yibum, when she was a Shemaris Yavam or a Kanusa. A uh, waiting for human to be done or a Kanusa is one who was taken in. Um, that would be a Yivama. Uh, and the uh, final understanding of the Amen is that uh, I was not, I did not have that uh, affair, uh, did not have uh, uh, re- relations uh, uh, with that guy. And if I did, they should come into me. Oh, that's very interesting. It's like futuristic. Amen, that I says the woman. What's she answering? Amen, Amen, Amen that she didn't become tummy, didn't have that adulterous affair. Amen shall tummy. that I won't in the future. Hakol Shavin, there seems to be a universal agreement. Sha'in Masne ima loyal kaidim everyone seems to agree that the husband would not be able to make a condition with her when as long as she's taking this oath. Um, regarding anything that happened before they got where Arus and Arusa um, call it engagement, but it's, uh, it's not really what we do as engagement these days. The loyal for that matter. After, if and when he divorces her, anything that takes place uh, is is not covered in this uh, in this shvua period. Let's uh, say she was no longer married to her husband. She went into steer with uh, the some guy. the and became Tommy basically uh, as a divorcee. she basically had a uh, uh, intimate relationship a sexual relationship with uh, that guy the Khazira, and then she goes back to her first husband Lohaya masnima he would not be able to make any conditions for uh, her uh, whatever she did in the interim zaha this is the general rule kosha the haisa asura Loi and any situation where there was a biya, uh, the lay ha'isa asura loy, and it wasn't asur, lo hayam asnima, he would not be able, to, the husband in this case would not be able to have the uh, shavuah that she's taken uh, cover anything regarding that relationship. <laughs> Amar of Hamnuna, circled of Hamnuna, the following question. You have a scenario. You have a woman. Her husband died. They are childless. She has to fall to the Yumum Khalitsa Chalitza for, let's say, surviving brothers. Let's say there's one surviving brother. And this Shaymeris Yavam has uh, relations with some other guy. In other words, uh, she was Zinsa. Asura Yavama. She would be forbidden to her Yavam. Really? Mimai, where do we know that from? Well, midiketani, from the fact that the Mishnah says, here's a three-word quote from the Mishnah, I put it in right angles, Shemeris yavam u Kanusa. And that was the first three words, conveniently, on this Amud, that that would be also a case. Now, how do we understand that, that the shvua taken by the woman is when she was a Canusa Shemaris Yavim? In other words, it's a woman who started the relationship with her current husband because he was a surviving brother of her previous husband. And her Amen Amen goes back to when she was a Shemaris Yavim as well as when she had done Yibum. Now, I Bishlama, I squiggle underline Iyamris Bishlama, uh Asura, if you want to say that she is basically... That's why he can basically force her to make a shvua on it, because that is a time period when she would have been asr to him. Rather, if you want to say that she would not be asr, in other words, not like Rav Hamnuna, how in the world can he make her Answer amen to a Shfua, which would include a period of time where if she had relations with some other guy, it would not make her asertem heichi masna behada. How could he have her make that? How could he make a condition by her, literally? In other words, how could he make her swear regarding something that would not have affected them? not. The mission itself had said, here's a line and a half quote from it Zaklal Kol Shielu Tiboil, the Low Teheyasu Allah. Any situation where whatever the Bia is, if she would have had it, it would not have made her asser to her current man, Lo Haisa Masna'ima. He would not be able to, he is not able to administer that type of shua. Huh. Okay. And that's Rav Hamnuna's proof. However, out west, they said differently. Amri and Ba'mah they said out west, meaning Eretz uh, Yisrael, which is west of Ba'vel. Lace Hilchasaka Rav Hamnuna. I double underline the lace. The halacha does not follow Rav Hamnuna. Well, then, Elahadikatani, well, what did the Mishnah mean then? When we said that when she answers Amen, Amen, it would be going on, Sheimaris Yavam. Ukanusa, how do we understand the Mishnah? Why would her Amen go on something she might have done when she was a Shemaris Yavam? Well, Hamani, that's because the Mishnah is going according to a Tanaic opinion that is the Shitas Yochid. Hamani, question mark, it's actually Rabbi Akivahi. Now, the mainstream uh, Rabbanan opinion is that a man and woman who are ushered to each other just because of a love a losa, say, if he tries to be a woman like that, if a man tries to be Mekaddish woman and asked for his Allah, they would actually be typhus. Now they might not be able to stay together, they might not be able to stay together, but at least the Kiddush would be typhus, Him saying Hare HaMekudoshesli and giving her money, that would be an effective Kenyan. However, Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Akiva Damar, ain't Kiddush and that Kiddushan will not take effect with Haive Lavin. He basically views it as almost like a, similar to a kares situation, where if you have a man and woman who are usher to each other, and the punishment would be kares, if he, the man in that uh, scenario, tries to be to the woman, it would actually not work. Rabbi Akiva says it would be the same thing by Chai Lavin, umash ki erva, and therefore, he makes it as though it's similar to an erva, the same way the Kiddushan would be taifes, it would be like a erva, period. Boy Rubirmiya, Maushiyasna Adam. How about would a man be able to make a tenai that would affect uh, here's two possibilities a Al Nisuan Harishanim and B Al Nisuay achiv Mahu. So imagine a situation where a man and woman, they got married, then they got divorced, then they got remarried. And now that they're remarried, there's a sota scenario, and he's making her swear. Would he be able to make her swear back on the first time that they were married also that she didn't have any affairs? And how about this, on this the mahu? imagine you have a couple together because they did yibum. If a sota scenario presents itself, would the husband be able to have the sotah administered? To cover also whatever went on with his deceased brother was alive. Well, Tashma, come and hear our Mishnah. It's about a line and a half. Quote of the Mishnah. Put the right angles in. Ze Haklal VeLo Any scenario where if she would have had relations with another guy, it would not make her answer to him. Lo Haya Masneima. That could not be included in the things he's conditioning her. Amen, amen. To cover. Okay, that's if it wouldn't make her in the future answer to him. Ha'asira, however, if it would, for instance, they had this couple married for the second time, but when they were married the first time, if it was that she would have had an affair, she would not have been able to stay with him. Or even in the case of uh, Yibo, if indeed she had an affair when uh there was her original marriage to the uh, to the original brother that would also make her asira that indeed the husband can include those uh, scenarios in her Amen Response Said the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir Amen Tanya. Goes four or three lines. kisha Amar Rabbi Meir it doesn't mean that um, when Rabbi Meir said there's a three-word quote, amen shalai Atame. Uh, that when she is saying amen, she's saying amen that she up until this point had not had any sort of adulterous affair and in the future also she won't. That's not to say that we bring out the crystal ball and if in seven years from now she's going to have an adulterous affair, she blows up right now. She'im main That's not what we're saying. Ella, the drinking of the so water has a long-lasting effect. And according to her being mayor, if in ten, fifteen, twenty years from now she has an adulterous affair, the uh, waters will sort of gurgle up, or the the power of these waters that she drinks, and cause her to have the same result of as if she had had an adulterous affair previously. Ella kishet ella my arin they kind of like reinvigorate themselves. U baid will have that unfortunate uh, effect of uh, making her essentially uh, explode. That's the end of the b'risa. boy Rav Ravashi asks the following question. Imagine you have a person who is administering the sota water. Would he be able to have in mind um, later nesu? Now, according to uh, Rabbi Meir, who says that uh, future um, adulterous affairs would be covered. How about this? Can the person say he's married now? Imagine if in the future he divorces his wife and then remarries her, and then while he's remarried her, would it be able to cover that? Well, now she's not usher to him. Oh, Dilmer, maybe he's in law. You never know. It could be sometimes that the uh, man or current husband will divorce her, the Hadar Mehadjalah, and then take her back. So what do we say? Well, Tashma, from our Mishnah. Just over a three-line quote of our Mishnah, we had said Hakol Shavin. Everyone agrees Shaloi Haya that he would not be able to have the condition cover Loal before he got engaged with this woman. Achar and nothing to do with after um, they get to, uh, that would take place after divorced Nistera ve VeNitmes. If she was divorced and went into some secluded area with some guy and, and, and did have relations, now by the at that moment not married because she had been divorced her husband, but and then afterwards, let's call it I know a month later, he, the original husband, takes her back as a wife, Lo Haya that, Masna. That is a tonight that cannot be made. Okay? The Duke would be Ha the titame if he though, did take her back, and now the same couple that was married once, and then divorced, and married again, Hakanami damasni, apparently, that that would, yes, be effective, shmami no, that indeed it would be. Tanur the Gemar brings a goes for almost seven lines. There's a phrase in Parsha Saita, it says, uh, this, and often any word does or zu, or zois in the Chumash is a um, mute word, in you know, other that it comes to exclude something. Teuras is more of a inclusive term, which should come to include something. Okay, so says the Pasuk, zeus teuras ha this comes to teach us, this says the Tanakhama, we're going to have three Tineic opinions here. The Tanakhama, the first Tanakh opinion says, melamed haisha shaisa v'shayna, that you have a woman, she uh, goes through the Sotah procedure once and drinks the water and would be able to have it happen again. Another soto water procedure. That is the Tanakama Rabbi Yehuda, who we box the second of three Tanakh opinions. Rabbi Yehuda, he says, well, when the Pasuk says, Zois, I underline the word Zeis and put in quotation marks, um, She'ain ha'isha she'isa that actually a, a woman would not shosa, drink the Paraduma? The excuse me, the uh, Sota water. And then another incident would happen with another uh, Kinuian and Steer, and the husband would bring her back. He, that doesn't happen. <laughs> ama Rabbi Yehuda, Maise. It once happened. The Hey and we had the testimony that was said over in our presence by Nechunya Chayfer Shichin, the Nechunya, uh, the, uh, the ditch digger. He says. That he uh, can testify that a woman would have the possibility of Shosa drinking the paraduma water, Vishainen going through the whole procedure another time. Vikibalnu edusa, and we accepted his testimony, this uh, uh, person. In the scenario colon connector anashim, if they're two separate husbands, so husband number one he was married to Jane. They had a relationship, and during that time there was a sota water drinking ceremony. Then she gets divorced and marries husband number two. With husband number two, there is also a similar situation. That's what it would cover. bi bishachat not with the same husband as uh, the first sota drinking water procedure took place I my box, they're the third opinion they say ha'isha no no a woman doesn't drink meaning like soda water and have to go through that again whether there is one husband the same husband both times ben anashim, or two different husbands uh, one during the first time it happened and another during the second time it happened Okay. Those are the three Tanaic opinions. The Gemara asks now, the Tanakama, underline the Tanakama. Nami haksiv Zeis. The Passe does say Zeis. And if it says Zeis, you want to learn from Zeis. That's a mute term. Beravanan Basrai, similarly, what we had called the Chachamim Imrim uh, two lines ago in the Brisah, uh, the Gemara calls it the later Rabanan. Beravanan Basrai, Nami haksiv, it does say the word Tairas and and the Tairas term uh, seems to indicate that a woman could drink another time. So Amar Rava. explains the following. There are going to be a number of scenarios, two of which are obvious. And they're the two extremes. Amar Rava. I double underline those four words. When you have the same husband each time and the same paramour the same each time, Everyone, all three tanoim that we had above would agree. That a woman does not drink and then drink again a second time. That's if it's with the same husband and the same potential uh, paramour. Because the says, How about this scenario? Two different husbands and each husband is warning her uh, regarding some different guys. So she was married once. And she has a kinu in stira with one particular bowel, and then for whatever reason, separated, and now she's married again. And that, and it happens uh, again, but with a different bowl. To haisha Seems like everyone would agree that if it's with a new husband and with a new uh, suspected um, adulterous paramour, then uh, like everyone would agree that would happen. Let the pasuk says Where is the machlokas? As follows, ki a. Same husband, first time and second time, but a different suspected adulterer who was with her, a different suspected paramour. Uh, B. First, she was married to Bob, and she was suspected of having an adulterous affair with this particular guy. Then, she was married to Carl, and she was suspected of having an adulterous affair again with the same guy. That is going to be the, uh, the case where there'd be a machlokas. So, ishechad, ushnei bayolin ushnei anoshimu We'll have the Tanakama, the Rabbanan Basroi, who's, we had called him in the, Bryce at the bottom of the previous page, the Chameh, and then we'll have Rabbi Yehuda at the end. So, Tanakama Safar, so when it says the word Tairas, that's the Rabuyeh comes to include Kulu, basically all the cases. And when the word zeis appears, zeis, Lemeute Ishechad, that would come to exclude if there is one man, meaning the same husband each time and the same protected as suspected paramour, this would be what we had called the chachabim. They say Zeis indeed. That word Zeis is the muute Comes to basically exclude all the cases. The word tairas does indeed come to include, but what does it come to include? anoshim, ushne two totally separate husbands. And two totally separate b'yalim, in other words, there's husband one and potential b'yal number one, and separately there was a second and potential and with uh, two different b'yalim, a, a different aspect paramour. As Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Zois is Lemauti tarti," and the word tairas is lerabbi tarti. Well, one that comes to exclude two cases, another one comes to include two cases. Colon. Zois, which I underline is the tarti, coming to exclude two cases ishechad ubayalechad ishechad What is the word tiras coming to include? And with this, we will conclude. Tiras is l'rab is coming to include tarti two cases shne anashim and the obvious case of two different husbands ushne bayalin and two different potential paramours. Hadran Allah hayamevi adkan